0: Welcome
1: to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today are Brian hey. and Alex. Hello. Today we're going to talk a handful of game news as well as Resident Evil 3 Remake, but before we get to all of that, if you want to follow us on social media or see other places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. The Midwest Podcast Network now has a Patreon. The Patreon is meant to benefit all the shows on the network. You could subscribe for as little as $1 a month and help keep our shows alive and well. Check it out at npn.bz patreon as always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch, as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Uh, yeah, we are Twitch affiliates, so feel free to give us your subscription on Twitch, your, your Prime subscription, or you can sub for like four ninety nine or something like that. Uh, think about that. It helps us out if you don't feel like doing the Patreon thing, because you already have a Twitch account, but you don't want to have another account on another app called Patreon. Uh, just something to consider. I hate having a million accounts, but I do, so... Yeah, there's that. Um, anyways, Alex, bumpers for the network.
0: What do you have? Yes, uh, the boys over at Horror, Horror Movie Yearbook talked about 1985's Fright Night back on April 3rd. Please go give that a listen. Uh, they did talk about uh, Resident Evil Resistance over there, which is the, a symmetric multiplayer game, and a little bit of Predator Hunting Grounds and some Friday the 13th. So there's some video game talk. Please go check that out. And, of course, Westworld FM is still going. We're halfway through the season now. There's four more episodes left. So uh, give that a watch or a listen. Give the show a watch and then listen to our podcast and you'll be the most informed Westworld watcher (laughs) that you know.
1: Do it. And then join the Patreon so you can talk to me
0: about it because Alex and Nick don't talk to me about it as much as I want them to. (laughs) Sorry, now now that I have a little more free time in my schedule, especially the day <laughs> after I'm going to be like I'm gonna be able to watch it twice very close to each other and I can talk about it more on Monday. So Yeah. Cool. We'll no, we'll be I good. just
1: kinda go nuts with it and just like
0: yeah, I, I don't know. I'm a, I'm kind of obsessed right now, but that's a whole other story. John is the crackpot theorizer in the in the Discord group. But yeah. you you too could also be a crackpot theorizer if you join as little as five dollars a month. Think and about it. we'd love to have you there. Indeed.
1: Um, Brian, what have you been playing?
2: Um, a lot of the same stuff I was playing before, like a little bit of PUBG, Call of Duty Warzone, D two Doom, didn't you? I yeah, I'm getting to that. Okay. Um sorry. uh I played a bit more of the R E two remake, Resident Evil Two remake. Um That's cool. Uh, It's just like, man, I'm just so used to all the zombie games that I've played and like how easy it is to dispatch them. And in Mm -hmm. this game, it's like, I never know when they're actually dead or not. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like, like it's a crapshoot. Like you have to decide, do I waste more ammo killing them or do I just take my chances and I also feel like maybe I'm killing too many of them and I'm not supposed to kill all of them and I'm just supposed to get around them. It-
0: yeah, with that game, and it's funny if you watch my stream of Resident Evil 3, but I've always tried to do more navigating around than killing. Um, but there's certainly some times in that game where if you leave that like first hallway that you go down... Festering with zombies, and then you revisit it later, and they keep dumping more zombies into it. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of a nightmare. So, but at the same time, you can also use the grenade sub weapon as a normal weapon, and you can clear out rooms uh, a little bit easier if there's a lot more people around. You I know,
2: I don't have a grenade sub weapon right now. Well, you'll find one at some. point. I have point. a pistol. Which I, has the extended mag now, which is very helpful. Um, nice. A knife sometimes because they break fucking too easily, and uh, a lot of shotgun shells with no shotgun.
0: Mm. That's about it. Gotta get on that shotgun. Yeah, you, yeah. So when you're using the knife, are you are you countering with it? I don't even know what you mean by that. <laughs> So when you get grabbed by a zombie, oh, yeah, okay. too, yeah, you can press the button to pop a knife in them and push them back. But that still doesn't kill them.
2: It and then the knife is stuck them. in them, and sometimes I can't get it back.
0: It saves you from uh, losing health. And then also, if you can put them down, you can take the knife back out. But
2: my, yeah. my general strategy is to shoot them until they fall down, and then I knife their head for a while until they die. But that seems to go through knives pretty quick.
0: Yeah, that might not be worth it. But, you know, I don't know. Yeah. To each their own. Anyway. Yeah, I mean,
2: it's an experiment. Worst case scenario, I'll just, like, reload my game further back. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I like like the cool little puzzle elements to it and stuff. That's more fun to me than actually dealing with zombies. I kinda just yeah. wish they weren't even there half the time and I could just explore around and find things. Um, Resident Evil. Yeah. Uh let's see what else. Well, we were talking about maybe playing Civ five, uh like multiplayer. So that got me playing Civ six again yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> because i realized how little i played civ 6 but i always talk about how 5 is probably better but yeah i figured i'd go back and visit 6 on my I own think
1: everybody agrees that 5 is a better game
2: um yeah well i want a more educated opinion on 6 so yeah, yeah it's it's fine so far i i feel like I don't I mean I remember barbarians being an issue in Civ 5 but I feel like they're like a plague of rats in Civ 6. Like they're fucking everywhere all the time. Uh at least in the first, you know, like 80 turns or so. And Yeah. I mean, I guess it's just to give you something to do because generally you you can't or won't like interact with civilizations that early on and it just, you know, gives you something else to do other than to wait for your granary to be built for 8 turns or whatever. Um but yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I definitely prefer the style of 5 better, like the more like subdued kind of normal. I don't know how to explain it. It's it's not cartoonish like 6, which right. I prefer. But um but, uh, yeah, I don't know it's it does look nice, it runs well, and um, what else did I play? uh yeah, doom, eternal, I did finish, and man, that game went on a lot longer than I expected uh, it took me like twenty hours to finish it, I mean wow. partially because uh it just gets really, really hard in the last like third of the game in in all aspects like there's a. Uh, one level that you're in where they just throw this insane platforming at you to where if you're off but like ever so slightly you'll miss the jump and then you have to start this whole chain of jumps over again. That was super frustrating. There's even a part where you have to shoot something while in midair to open a door or if the door is not open you just like hit it and fall and just... Into the level and have to start over. I'm glad I didn't buy this game because
0: I think I would hate it.
2: <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it it's very impressive at first. It, it's definitely like like they everything cool about Doom like times ten. You know, just the yeah. gore and like the speed of it all and uh, the music is awesome. The collectibles, the secrets and stuff are really cool. Um, but it's just like. It's the whole cycle of managing your health and ammo and stuff is too much. Like, I feel like I'm playing like an inventory management sim at the same time I'm playing the fastest fucking shooter I can think of in the last decade. And it's too much. Like, I don't want to keep looking at like, oh, crap, I'm shooting things and I'm out of ammo already and I just filled up my ammo capacity five minutes ago. Yeah, And constantly thinking about switching weapons and switching to the different, like, mods. There's, like, two mods for each gun, like, in Doom 2016. Um, trying to figure out which ones are most effective on which monsters. Doing all that on, on the fly is just... It's too much. Like, I liked 2016 more because it, it was a little more pure, like... A pure, fast shooter with some cool mechanics, like the the glory kill thing, but it wasn't like like this the glory kill is just one of like four things you have to do, basically to keep
0: mm-hmm.
2: healthy and armored and full of ammo fueled up and yeah. and yeah, um but I mean overall, like I would say good game if you want to get frustrated and really liked Doom 2016, then I would still pick it up. If you're really good at video games, or I mean, that's definitely a good game to pick up, too. Like, if you want a challenge. Uh, Because I had to turn the difficulty down. By the end of the game, I turned the difficulty down all the way. Because the boss at the end, even on the easiest mode, took me like 30 minutes. (laughs) And that was not restarting. Like, I did it in one try, but it took that long. He's like, in, it's just an insane boss. And it has like yeah. a, two phases. And yeah, it, it was wild. But um, I'm glad I finished it. But I probably won't revisit it again anytime soon. I'd more likely go back to 2016 before I went back to Eternal. That's fair. Yeah.
0: Kind of a bummer. Like, I know you were excited for that one, but
2: yeah for sure, I got my money's worth no no doubt about that. That's good at least yeah yeah
1: um what is that all you've like played or do you have other um
2: things? that's all that I can think
0: of,
1: Alex, what about you?
0: um so I finished half life Alex this morning oh nice yeah. uh i don't I don't know off the top of my head what my full play time was, but I'd probably put it somewhere around ten ish hours. Um, it's a great experience and the one thing that I kind of regret about it all is that I don't feel as though I played with the physicality of the, the world that much you watch some of these videos of the trailers and other people playing it and you have them like pulling out the door of the car to use as cover and you know ducking a lot more and kind of crouching around things and stuff like that. I didn't do a ton of that. It was a lot of me kind of standing there because that's what I'm used to doing in VR games. Yeah. And so um, it's interesting that they didn't necessarily find a way to encourage you to do more than you would normally do because I feel like the game is certainly more capable than a lot of other VR games in terms of you being able to interact with the world. But um, but still, I think it's a great experience. Um, the way it ends, I can't imagine that they won't make more, but I know people said that about Half-Life 2 Episode 2 as well. <laughs> um, so that'll be interesting to see. Uh, there's a good subversion of expectations because this game takes place between Half-Life and Half-Life 2. Um, and so there's some interesting stuff that goes on there, but, um, yeah, overall, I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, from what I've heard, the index is really the the best way to play it. Cause you don't really get to do a lot of the gripping motions and things like that with the, uh, with the Oculus or other VR platforms. Ooh. Um, so, you know, but you know, between not playing it at all or, you know, playing it, I I would say check it out if you've got another VR headset that you can try it on. But yeah, I I think it's great. I I am interested to see if they do more or if they continue to make games because it was nice to have a new Valve game to play and uh, curious to see if they keep making VR stuff. I was going
1: to say, it's nice to have a developer like Valve doing something with their hardware mm-hmm. and basically using it to its fullest extent. Um, it's it, You don't really see other developers doing that necessarily.
0: Yeah, I haven't really found... I know it's probably out there somewhere, but I haven't really found a good way to understand the technical ability of these VR games, because we're basically at a point where you can play Oculus releases on the, the Vive and the index. And you can also play, uh, steam releases on the Oculus and things of that nature. But I don't necessarily know that there's a great way out there for you to learn what's going to use the index to its fullest potential and what's going to use the Oculus to its fullest potential. And where are you going to miss out and that type of thing? Right. So I'm curious to see if, half-life alex kind of starts informing other vr development and showing people how they can use the index more especially with the grip controllers um but yeah i i think uh i think it's great and i think if you like half-life and you have the ability to play it in vr because that's the only way you can play it you should probably check it out um i've also continued playing animal crossing um not a whole lot of new updates there, mostly just trying to trying to make them bells, pay you off did, them loans. You did loans. come on
1: down to Bonertown.
0: I did come on down to Bonertown, <laughs> uh, and that was great, because I sold apples and made 63,000 bells or something. Man, but, um, I wish I could go to Bonertown.
1: <laughs> I can bring you down to Bonertown.
2: <laughs>
0: but if it costs me 60 bucks, man, I don't know. Yeah. Well... I mean, Bonertown is worth a $60 price of admission.
1: If uh, well, if you need something to, like, make use of your anal retentive organization skills, it may be worth the $60.
0: Well, that's the thing that was interesting to me, is that when I came to Bonertown, I found that you had, like, actually taken to rearranging your trees and things like that. Oh, Where's I
1: deforested the- that shit in a whole bunch <laughs> of areas, man. I fucked up that land.
0: Nicole and I, like, Firefest Island is basically just... The shit a shit show, a of random shit all over the place. At one point, I had Stonehenge sitting next to my <laughs> my house, which is located. Nah, no, I man, I, I went all
1: Brazilian government on the Amazon on Boner Town.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think there's, uh, like, I I know that the game kind of eventually gets you there because you can start rearranging where people's houses are located and 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 you know designing pathways and making ramps and stuff like that. So, um. Yeah, I I don't I don't necessarily know. It's hard for me being that second player on our system because I don't get a lot of that stuff. Like yeah. Nicole basically has to say, "Here's where a bridge is going," and then we both get to donate money it, to it. Has but. she
2: been playing again?
0: Yes. Yeah, she's been playing more. She got over um, the hump of you ruining the game for her. Yes, and I've also tried to not <laughs> ruin the game further. For her ruin it anymore? Yeah, and I think she's having a better time with it than she was. Okay. Um, but uh yeah it, the they they're doing an easter event that's wrapping up today mm-hmm. and people are very pissy about the eggs that you get for it i don't john did you play enough to run into much of that
1: uh yeah i mean i went around collecting a bunch of the eggs and i don't really know what they do other than they're just another like edible piece that you can use to like dig up trees and shit and smash rocks
0: so there's like 30 ish recipes that you were able to collect over the past 12 days okay um and and if you made them all then you were gonna get a special recipe or two which you get today none of them are particularly great they all look extremely ugly i don't really like any of them uh yeah unless
1: you're like some weird like easter fanatic that like (laughs) this is your holiday you know
0: like, got a got a good Easter fetish or something like that
1: yeah some weird furry <laughs> fetish specifically revolving um, around the Easter
0: bunny. the thing I will say is that all of the Easter recipes most of the easter recipe there's a there's a recipe that is a dress that I think costs one or two of each egg and there's six different types of egg and you can you can craft those and sell them for like seven thousand dollars a piece or something like that so Um, that's kind of fun. But other than that, like the eggs, so you get sky eggs that drop from when you shoot the balloons and the presents drop on the Island. So that's a sky egg. You can get water eggs from fishing, which is infuriating when you're trying to get fish, especially since they ran a fishing tournament yesterday and they lowered the spawn rate for the eggs, but it still was kind of rough. Um, and then also there's uh, leaf eggs that drop off of trees there's wood eggs that you chop out of trees and then there's stone eggs that you shovel out of stones that makes sense um yeah it all makes sense but people are pretty butthurt about it and I don't blame them I think it's kind of a it's kind of a weird event but
1: the whole game's weird man like let's not limit it to like a, an event it's this whole game it's so dumb but I can't stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> like i don't i don't know why like i physically i like going through and digging up trees and making everything look perfect and maybe like i've never been that anal about organization or anything like my (laughs) my my room is a
0: mess like your animal crossing life is is more organized than your real life
1: i guess man but yeah it's the game's so stupid i did i made a i made a midwest game nerds t-shirt though
0: i saw that i'm gonna have because you can can share the qr code for it i think yeah i don't know how to do that (laughs) yeah i don't know either yet but um i'll have to get that from you but the other thing that i will say is that i like i'm kind of having fun just kind of maintaining things with it or like checking in and getting some money each day doing making sure all the stones have been shoveled at, at our island and you know, taking advantage of when there's people that'll buy fish for double the price or insects you, for. You more shovel
1: money. the stones. You're not hitting them with the axe.
0: No, I do the shovel.
1: Is there a mostly difference?
0: not not that I know. Shouldn't of. it be a pickaxe? Um, it should. Yeah, they don't have that. Um, are you doing the the hole trick, John, where you put the the two or three holes behind you when you go to shovel? You can get all eight eight things from the stone.
1: Oh no, that makes uh perfect sense.
0: Yeah, so if you, if you like, you basically only need two, but usually when you're facing the stone and you're shoveling, it kind of angles yeah, you a little bit, so you will get you, pushed it a little you bit. Back.
1: Yeah, there's like It a pushes you
0: back normally, but if you put two or three holes behind you, and there's nothing covering up the other spaces around the rock, including, like, flowers or weeds or that type of thing, and you pick up the stone that was already there when the day started, you can hit it up to eight times and get eight things from the rock. Yeah. That so, makes
1: sense. I never would have thought of that.
0: Yeah. So that makes it a little bit easier. But, hmm. Uh That's mostly why I end up using the shovel because I already have it out anyway. But
1: yeah, I, I just like running around with the axe in general
0: and swinging at things. Just
1: yeah. like going into someone else's house with the axe out. Like it makes me think like maybe they're <laughs> freaked out about that, but probably not because it's a stupid video game. <laughs>
0: That's pretty know. good.
1: It's just funny, like you're like walking out of like the community center building, like holding an axe.
0: Like, <laughs> you also have two Tammies on your island, I think, don't you? Huh? Who's Tammy? The, Tammy, there's Tammy. I think you have Tammy with an I and Tammy with a Y. Which I was like, I don't know if you pick these because you love Parks and Rec and want to be on. I was just thinking what. about I, that.
1: Didn't even think about that.
0: I I, I might be wrong. I can't. I don't remember exactly, but I thought you had Tammy with an I and Tammy with a Y. But I
1: don't, I don't know any of their names. I just know <laughs> that the frog character likes to work out.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, and the thing is, eventually you get the option to give them gifts. So if you give him things like a punching bag or, um, uh, like a barbell or things like that, mm-hmm. then he'll give you like a really shitty piece of clothing that you don't really want. I would Sweet. think the frog would be all about leg day. That's you, entirely you would, possible, but he yeah. just
1: wants to pump iron like all day long.
0: Maybe he's trying to make up for the fact that his arms are not as, you know, yeah, possibly. powerful as his legs. <laughs> he skipped a lot of arm days. Yeah. So now he's not going to anymore.
1: The game has no purpose. It like there's, there's no purpose to this game at all. Like I don't, I don't understand why it's enjoyable.
0: It's so I mean, weird. I do, because I can, it's like I said last time, you can pay off your loan in like a day. That's great. Yeah, I it's guess, it's man. like
2: doing all the things that you wish you could do in your real life somehow yeah. quicker, you know. Is you that know? what you're it so, is? Yeah. yeah.
0: You're, you're just, uh, you don't have the energy to do it in real life, but because it's a video game, you're willing to do it. It's like the game. same
2: kind of uh, satisfaction you get from like, Um, Destiny. When you're you're into just playing by yourself and just want to finish patrols and bounties and shit, I would imagine it's kind of similar
1: satisfaction out of Destiny. You used to. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if it was satisfaction. I think
2: even Alex understands what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, there was a time where it it filled a purpose. Like it's like, ooh, I can accomplish all these things. I'm checking boxes, and really, you're not accomplishing anything, but. I guess. <laughs> I mean, at least with, uh, there's probably like a bit of a creative side to Animal Crossing, like as far as how you can arrange your things and stuff. Well,
1: yeah. in that, and, and just, I did spend a lot of time trying to make the Midwest Game Nerds t-shirt look good. <laughs> <laughs> like probably way more time than I should have spent on it. But yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. it. It's just, it's a weird game. <laughs> For lack of a better term.
0: Yeah, I get that. It's not something that I would have normally thought I would enjoy, but I'm having fun with it. So,
1: Yeah. Anything else that you've played or no?
0: I think that's it. Uh, we uh, Other than Resident Evil 3, of course, which I could talk about now, but I think, John, you should talk for a
1: little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, we, we've played a bunch of Rainbow Six. Yeah, I
0: forgot to mention that. We did. So if
1: anybody wants to jump in on that, We've had we've had five squads like five stacks lately, um, but I'd be down to just get some like three on three going or whatever. If or we're five game on game. five. Or five on five. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. let's let's get let's get the group together and do it. That'd be um, fun. And I I purchased Good Job on the Nintendo Switch, which is a puzzle game. It's it's like a physics sandbox puzzle game where you have like basically you go to a different level of this building, and each level has four um puzzles to it each puzzle is based on a different um like position within a particular company so like the first level was uh i can't remember like you know think like the mail room or like uh the the presentation center or something you know like different like conference room things like that and like the first task you have to do is like this uh Uh, projector explodes so you have to move the projector from one end of the building to the other end of the building but the projector doesn't fit through any of the doors that you have available to you so you have to basically take the uh, plugs that are in the walls and stretch them across the room to create like a bungee system and then launch the projector through all of the walls across the entire floor. To the room where it needs to be and then you go to that room and you set it up, plug it in and turn it on and it's good to go. Um, It's it's just a charming little puzzle game with like cool little, you know, spot figures. Um, There's other puzzles where like there's the one of the levels I had to go and collect the employees that weren't doing their job and put them back in the room so they could do their job. So you had to figure out like how to get them there, and like the only way to carry the employees is to get them on a chair. So you have to shove a chair underneath them, and like they fall onto it, and then you carry them out of the room, or you can set up a bungee system and launch them through a wall. Like, <laughs> it's, it's up to you, like how you want to do it, but it's all very physics based and, and fun and cool. And uh, when you're when you're launching something, the the Joy-Con on the controller like has this really high-pitched buzz that it does to like tell you how intense the uh, tension is on your bungee oh. that you've created, and the sound that it makes is like super annoying. And Megan just kept looking over at me like, "What the fuck is that sound?" And <laughs> I'm like, "It's it's the controller. Like I don't know. I just I could turn the vibration off, but that's like you know it's it's a uh, HD rumble. Like I want to yeah. have all the features going." Um, I played it for a couple hours it's 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 super fun it's it has a grading system so like you can it has replayability so you go back and if you don't get a grade good enough you can you know redo a level to get a better grade Um, you get higher grades based on finishing a mission with a lower time and without destroying as many things like there's there's like overall damage that you do and then there's like priceless artifacts that are within like on display within the offices so if you don't break the artifacts, like, you get a better grade. If you don't destroy a bunch of walls, you get a better grade. So the whole point is to just not destroy as many things as you can and get it across the level. But it might be fun to just, like, try and destroy everything as quickly as possible. And, like, you know, your your time grade is, like, an A+, but, like, your destruction grade is, like, a, you know, a total F. Like, that might be a fun way to play it too. But, yeah, it's a fun little game. Definitely uh, want to go back and play some more of it. it it's uh, it's pretty satisfying in its own right. Um, I'm trying to think if we played anything else. I don't really think so. I played a little bit of Tetris, Poyo Poyo Tetris, just because I had it on my Switch and wanted to play it. Um, we did download Tabletop Simulator, mm-hmm. and we made a like I made a puzzle one night at like three in the morning, and we put <laughs> the puzzle together, and then I flipped mm-hmm. the table. That was fun. Flipping the table is definitely a fun aspect of that.
0: <laughs> did you? Was that? Did you upload a picture to make the puzzle? Yeah, you can just like when you set up the puzzle oh. it asks you to
1: upload a picture. So I just grabbed like the first jpeg that was in like one of my art folders and threw that in there. Was it That's a awesome. nude? No, it was the John the Chan Constantine uh, tattoo logo.
0: The the white the white space in it made it kind of hard. Yeah, it had a lot figured, of white space. We mostly figured it out. <laughs> I I mean, I'm not the thing is tabletop simulator so loose. I don't really know that it was going to tell us, "Hey, good job you did it." right so i think we mostly got it.
2: yeah (laughs) i was a little confused because i i just fired it up for a minute just to do the tutorial and see what it was all about and it looks promising but uh i loaded up the pre-made chess game and then i was like well wait a minute i could just move the pieces anywhere i want there's like no rule set yeah well it's just like the real
1: world literally just a physics sandbox like you do whatever you want there are no rules can you set up rules I, I don't know. I'm assuming you can like depending on like I I have to go through the workshop and see what's available. Like how there's
0: probably sp- like a rule book I would assume, but it's not like you can. I don't <laughs> think it would allow you to like make a chessboard in which the pieces are actually limited to where they can move. Yeah, uh, I guess that I, makes I mean, sense. Why
1: not? If, if, like, I, is it is it like Unreal Engine? Like, how is it programmed? Like, could you program a particular like shell of a game to behave in a particular way I would assume you could so I don't know yeah I mean
2: I I was just confused as to why it even has a single player mode if you like what am I gonna what
0: if you don't have a deck of cards and you want to play some solitaire yeah but what am I gonna play chess by myself that's just silly maybe some people do that they do that in movies
1: yeah man okay you're old enough to play chess by yourself
0: okay
1: usually see those old guys at the park doing it you know In like New York, in movies, and TV shows? Mm. (laughs) Um, Anyways. I
0: I did more like Jackbox stuff through Hangouts. Hangouts is a really good way to do it. You think so? You use like one Gmail to share your screen, and then you use another Gmail to like video chat with everybody.
1: Oh, but you're doing it all through computer... Well,
0: okay. actually, I did have my capture, so since I set up my capture stuff for Daft Daftonk, I was able to hook up my Switch and my PlayStation to ah. do the Jackbox games through that, too. Because there's a way in OBS you can just tell it, hey, I want you to full screen this particular video source. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then I did it that way. And that worked out pretty well. So there was not much lag, and uh, and it was closed to the public, obviously. It's just the Google Hangout, so it was yeah, good. that's cool.
1: Um yeah, I don't think I played anything else. I do want to go back and play No Man's Sky. Gladish said No Man's Sky is like even better now somehow, but they did add, they added the uh the Exomech to it, so mm-hmm. that's cool.
0: Yeah, I would like to try that as well. Um, It'd be really which are cool. apparently invulnerable to like environmental hazards yes. on the planets too. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, which is cool. I'd like to see, like I, I don't know if it's like able to do it or not, but I'd like to be able to change the way the mech looks. To like make it more like Evangelion or like more Gundam style or whatever, like but
2: I mean, if you either way, if you Genesis play on, way, it's still cool. If you play on PC, you can probably
0: get mods to do that shit.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: I want it to look like the the loader from Aliens. Uh,
1: no, you don't want it to look like like uh, the Zords from Power Rangers.
0: That'd be good too. <laughs> it's funny. I just watched Aliens
2: that. last night, and for the first time That's in good. probably over ten years. Good it movie. holds up very well. It's actually better than I remember. Um, yeah.
1: Nice. Yeah. Erica
2: had not seen it; she had only seen Alien.
0: Oh, and wow. So, yeah. I don't think I've ever. She seen enjoyed movies. it a lot. Alien and Aliens are really good. Um, three is not so great. Yeah, we
2: immediately, out of curiosity, so just went into watching Alien three. And it's yeah. just jarring how different it is.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: I still... Yeah. I'm a fan of Prometheus, even though everyone hated it. So... Mm.
0: Did you watch Alien Covenant?
1: No, I have not seen that yet.
0: You should watch that one, too. Because that's the follow-up to Prometheus. Uh, no. Uh, there's some good things. <laughs> okay. The aliens look cool.
1: I don't know why I didn't see it, but...
0: There's a scene where there's two Michael Fassbender, Oh, yeah, and they make and out. one of them has a flute, and... And he puts it to the mouth of the other one and says, I'll do the fingering.
2: (laughs) That's probably the best part of the
0: movie. It might be. But it's better when they do it, so go see the movie. All right. Uh, Anyway, I can talk about Resident Evil for a bit. Yeah, do it.
1: You've been streaming Resident Evil 3 on Twitch under your Daft Hunk series.
0: Yeah, so there's three episodes up right now. Uh, Episodes, I think, five, six, and seven, because I... Kept the numbering from the old series as well, but um, seven split in two parts because the stream messed up in the middle of the stream. Hopefully, it's not too terrible. But Gladish did inform me that at one point the sounds cut out on the stream or on the on the game. Anyway, whatever.
1: Um, Playing Resident Evil Three remake, like
0: heavy breathing, like (sighs) yeah, pretty. (sighs) (laughs) Damn it! Um, (sighs) But yeah, so it's uh. Resident Evil 3 remake um, just came out about a week or two ago. Um, It's a remake of the third Resident Evil in the same style as the Resident Evil 2 remake. They're using the same engine, which is the engine from Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 7. It's gorgeous. It looks very good. It looks even better with HDR and in 4K on the Pro on my normal TV. Um, But... So I have a stream save file going, and I have a non-stream save file that I just started last night that I'm going to lag behind a little bit, um, so that I'm not overly prepared for anything that I stream. But, um, yeah, the thing is, I think the only thing that's missing for this game for me is any type of fondness for the original one. Um... Resident Evil 3 was never one of my favorites, especially not in the way that Resident Evil 2 was, which, as I previously stated, was one of my favorite games of all time. And Resident Evil 3 does things very differently. There's way more ammo around. You are meant to kill certain people um, or certain zombies and and creatures and things of that nature. Uh, And it takes place, like, On a much larger scale you're not necessarily just stuck in a mansion you're out in the streets of raccoon city um trying to stay away from nemesis or accomplish little goals and things like that and so (laughs) it was funny because i was playing on friday and willie was watching me and he kept being like oh hey don't forget there's a lock over on the toy store and i just didn't catch his comment in time and I immediately like went through a threshold which then I couldn't go back. Oh, bummer. And when I started playing myself last night, I realized just how much shit I missed. I missed like hip pouch upgrades. I missed a shotgun upgrade. I missed so much stuff. Amateur. Fr- on my stream <laughs> game. Like, I even... So there's a point where you're meant to get a grenade launcher that you can use against Nemesis in, like, a subsequent fight, like the first real big Nemesis boss fight that you do on a rooftop, and I completely missed the grenade launcher. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I... I, it, it, It... well, it's it's a little bit of a bummer, but also you can watch me defeat Nemesis with a shotgun.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's enjoyable in its own right. It
0: worked out. Yeah, I got to a point actually yesterday where I was about to try and defeat Nemesis with a knife, but it didn't work out. <laughs> I died. I, I lost too much. Uh, I used up too much of my ammo, so I had to go back and armor up a little bit better. And thankfully, the game does give you the grenade launcher again if you missed it earlier. Yeah. Um, But, yeah... I think it technically is great it's just not exactly like I think the reason I love 2 so much is because I already had so much love for that game and I don't have that same love for Resident Evil 3 doesn't mean I won't get there by the end of this game Um, it does seem pretty different I did actually go back and watch a, uh, a couple let's plays of the original Resident Evil 3 just to kind of get a feel for what it was like and honestly this one feels like it moves a lot faster the remake does um i've heard it's maybe only eight to ten hours long which is a little short in my opinion but we'll see how long it takes me um but it's interesting like having nemesis around honestly isn't as menacing as mr x because um, he basically shows up for these portions where you're on the street, or there's a lot of, like, cinematic-y type stuff happening that you're mostly just watching it happen to you, and then you're kind of running away for a little bit of it, or things of that nature, and I feel like the game is missing a little bit of that, uh, like, when you faced Mr. X in 2, it was all you, there was no, there weren't a lot of situations where, like, oh, Mr. X can't come at you, because this thing is in the way now, like, it was mostly just like, yeah, Mr. X can come and beat your ass if he wants to. You just got to get the hell out of there and avoid him. Um, and I feel like Nemesis isn't quite as terrifying to deal with as Mr. X is. And I think that's a general shift from 2 to 3 anyway. Like I said, 3 is much more actiony. You're meant to kill things rather than get away from them. You can conserve ammo a lot less.
1: Um, I mean, that's kind of how the whole genre well not genre the the franchise shifted right like it went from being more of like a conservative don't kill everything save your bullets like try to get around things when you can to being more of like a shoot 'em up as if like i mean were they trying to bring in new players by changing the gameplay or was it like they just wanted to do something different with the series in general um but it kind of all shifted that way moving forward
0: for sure, yeah. Three is the perfect middle child between Resident Evil Two and Resident Evil Four, without a doubt. That's and, how numbers um, work. <laughs> well, but also in terms of like four <laughs> is straight up action, you
2: know.
0: What yeah, about two point sure. five six? This uh, uh, isn't Kingdom Hearts, Brian. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it, it's it's certainly very interesting. Like I, I maybe my expectations were kind of weird because of the fact that I didn't love three that much. I was kind of seeing this as their opportunity to readjust and try to recapture some of that survival horrory stuff that didn't necessarily come through in the original. And they didn't do that. They, they did a pretty straight remake in a lot of cases, but, um, you know, it's not bad. It plays great. Uh, and, I haven't been extremely frustrated at anything necessarily yet but um, you know I'm enjoying my time with it I'm excited to see where it goes and I think we're probably going to try and do a spoiler cast with you know me and Willie and maybe Gojo or Tim if they're finished with it yeah but um, no it's it's, it's certainly interesting and what news that just came out today is that they're actually going to do a remake of 4 supposedly which honestly doesn't need it at all but it's the one that's going to make them money, so they're going to do it anyway. And uh, that's a little bit of a bummer, but what are you going to do? Business is business, right? Right. So that'll be interesting to see, but I I honestly, like, one was remade, but this engine is so gorgeous, and they did such a good job with two that I feel like a remake of one would be incredible. Um, I know people want Code Veronica pretty bad, because that one was also quite good, but kind of overlooked at the time.
1: Because that was Dreamcast only at the time, right? Like when it first yeah,
0: came out? Yeah, and then eventually it came to PlayStation 2 and GameCube, I believe. But uh, it took quite a bit of time. Yeah. Plus it would have a cool
2: name. You could just call it Re-Remake. Re,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> oh my but, god. But uh, <laughs> let me... i'm not sorry i shouldn't be using the soundboard because it's been kind of hard to actually put that into our our mix but anyway that's sad yeah um yeah no it's it's fun i'm excited to play more of it it's been fun playing on stream i think some people have been entertained by it and uh i'm i'm excited to play more but it's weird because I like right right now more than anything. I just want to sit down and play Final Fantasy 7, and my copy hasn't arrived yet. <laughs> so mm.
1: <laughs> that's a whole other issue.
0: Yeah, we. I mean, we can talk about that now. I think. Yeah, um, if you'd like my. So I had Resident Evil Seven pre-ordered. I had the. Uh, the limited edition or whatever it's called not the crazy one that was a hundred bucks but the one that's normally 80 dollars. it was 55 dollars on amazon when i pre-ordered it and it's expected to arrive tuesday but uh john why don't you let's get into your thoughts on why you're probably not going to buy the game
1: all right so here's the deal i really want to play it like really bad but I just can't justify not having the rest of it available to me by the time I reach the end of the first like remake episode. I need like I need to have the whole game. So I think it's in my personal best interest to wait until the whole thing is done and then buy like the definitive edition where it has everything. With the hopes that maybe they'll also incorporate Crisis Core and Advent Children and expand beyond just the initial game itself. Yeah. And then have this complete package of like what Final Fantasy VII really is altogether.
0: That's going to take like decades. Yeah, you might be
1: dead before that comes out.
0: (laughs) I know. It's a chance I'm willing to take though. Um I, I mean, the thing to me that I'm most... In, like, the the thing that is making me want to play it so bad is that I'm just deadly curious about how they give any sense of closure to this first chapter of the game. Like, I, I want to know where they put that hard stop at. Yeah. And uh, and I know the info's out there. I could look it up or whatever, but I just I want to play it too, obviously. So, uh, I like, I've heard some of the discussions of where they've expanded things, and it sounds great. I know some people are like there are things that were maybe one screen in the original game that are actually like a 20 to 30 minute side side tour or like just like a 20 to 30 minute thing that you need to do instead of it just yeah. being a screen which um will probably bother those like super hardcore fans but honestly since I don't know all of that game like the back of my hand I don't think it'll bother me that much but I'm 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 really curious. I'm excited for my copy to get here because I do want to play it really bad. And there's a free PlayStation Plus theme that's out right now, and it's just the shot of Cloud looking up at the reactor, but they play the the orchestral version of the battle music nice. as your like system music, so download that if you like that because it sounds great.
2: Um, like, What's the estimate and how long it takes to do this first episode? I think it's like a
0: 40-hour game. Oh, wow. Which is, like it's not,
1: which is about it's twice not, as long as what the original was when it. Like I remember putting in about twenty something hours, like on disc one when the original came out.
0: Well, that's the thing is that I don't even think this is disc one.
1: You think it expands beyond
0: disc one, like you break out of no. Midgar, or like no, it's, so like it's isn't, less than that. Doesn't disc one end with the big spoiler? Yeah, that's not at the end of Midgar. You get out of Midgar way before that. I don't like, remember, Midgar- Getting out of Midgar is like the crazy yeah, okay, motorcycle you- chase, and then you're done. And that's, yeah, honestly, like four or five hours of the original game. <laughs> like, it's not much. So Yeah, I guess I just
1: don't remember much of it. But yeah, the big spoiler, it doesn't happen that far ahead, though, from you getting out of Midgar.
0: May- maybe not. And, uh, you know, like what I've played most recently, I did play some of Final Fantasy VII on Switch, and I got as far as the end of Midgar. And so, like that didn't take me that long. Although I was playing the Switch version, so I did yeah, fast have, like, forward it where speed, I could.
1: The speed run or whatever.
0: Yeah. So, I I don't know. I'm just really ki- like it's not like they're short changing people, and it sounds like there are some people that are really appreciative of some of the changes that they've made. Like it sounds like they're fleshing out a lot more of the side characters. You get to know more about Jesse and and things of that nature. So it's not necessarily like I think there are people out there that are appreciating what they did in order to flesh it out. Um, but, you know, I, I I can imagine there are some hardcore fans that are just not happy with what they did. And I, like, you were dam- damned if you did, damned if you didn't. Mm-hmm. But,
1: well, I mean, hearing how excited like the Kotaku split screen guys are about Guys and Girl uh, are about this particular game after being extremely apprehensive about it to begin with like intrigued me more and made me like more excited about it but again at the same time like I like I know I want I'm gonna want more and it's not gonna be available and without knowing when it's available like that's the other like like if there was just information like okay we've released episode one episode two expect in like six months and episode three expect six months (sighs) after that like if I had that if I had a timeline laid out yeah. I would maybe consider it then. Like knowing like okay, I've got 6 months to get through this one and every other game that I have like in my roster of games that I plan on playing right now or not because my baby's coming soon. And then <laughs> like at that point by the time the baby's 6 months old, I'll have another final fantasy episode to look forward to on top of cyberpunk. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's oh, like yeah. if I had if there were a way for me to like map out like when it's coming so that I could like have some kind of anticipation and planning set up for it like that would be sweet um but as of right now like yeah i'm I'm just my entire future is dedicated to cyberpunk
0: i get it i totally get it the thing is like from what like i'm honestly expecting like a two-year cadence between these games
1: two years damn
0: oh yeah without a doubt because final so final fantasy 13 came out in 2009 then thirteen two came out in 2011 and then lightning returns final fantasy 13 came out in 2013 <laughs> like they have their engine in place they know what they want to do they have to make assets and animate things and do that type of stuff like they have the bones in place now so it's not going to take them the 10 or 15 years that it takes to make a final fantasy game sometimes but Hopefully. it's still going to take time like, especially if you're making a 40-hour game out of each of these yeah, segments. Yeah, I mean, I know
1: it's going to take time, and every, and everything maybe it's only going to be a second episode and the game's done.
0: You know what I mean? Because,
1: like, once you get to the big spoiler, there isn't a ton of game left after that. There's a lot of exploration and side quest and nonsense that you you don't have to do any of that shit.
0: You don't, oh, they better put the gold saucer in again. But you I don't, don't want have to. Go to, to the gold yeah, saucer. but that's the
1: thing is you don't have to do any of that stuff, and like you don't have to go and hunt down Knights of the yeah. Round, and you don't have to like go and like get Vincent. Like Vincent's a total side quest. Like you don't have their like character. Like you don't even have to pick up Yuffie. I don't think. Like she's not even that important. No. Like it's, who? Yeah, what but, now? Yuffie? Yeah, shut the fuck up, man. Anyway, uh, yeah, you didn't. Why play am I even Japanese, here right now? You didn't play enough <laughs> Japanese games as a kid. Like no. Yeah, because the ball and stick or that stick and hoop thing was made by <laughs> the pioneers. So, but um that's any- a knockoff
0: of a Japanese toy from the 1100s.
1: Anyways, like they could they could add that like all that stuff could be there if they wanted to. But if they wanted to just strip the game down to being like you know this is the main story of Final Fantasy 7 they could do that, and then like throw in DLC that's like this is Crisis Core, so you can learn about Zack. This is Advent Children, so you can see what happens
0: afterwards. Like. It would be very interesting to me to see if, like, I don't know if there's any DLC plans for this game.
1: Yeah, I don't, I mean, what if the DLC is, like, the Gold Saucer, and, like, the, you know, you get to do the Chocobo farming, and you get That'd to play all the arcade That would probably be a great way and... to
0: do it. That'd be awesome. Like, I think I'd be down for what? that. But, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, it, there's, I have no idea. Who knows exactly we, we'll ju- how they just don't divided know. this up. We just don't know. Yeah true what no, what don't. if
2: it's like half-life 2's episodes and then they make two of them promising pretty much that there's a third one and then they just never make it and then they make a final fantasy vr game like a decade later
1: if i if i <laughs> cared enough i would murder them but i don't so <laughs> it's fine
0: yeah here's the thing people wanted a final fantasy 7 remake for decades at this point yeah it's been it's, 10 it, years it, it if took not twenty twenty 20 years from the first... Over 20 years from the first... Time, from the original game. And they were like... Oh, it's gonna happen for the PS3. And then they made that stupid tech demo... That everybody's was like... Oh my god, this is amazing. And now they finally made this. Like... I don't know. It's, it's insane to me... That it didn't just get completely shat on. Since they've changed so much stuff... And how the game works. And... And... You know... Like... I, I'm just shocked that critics... Don't fucking hate the game. Well... But I'm also kind of curious to see if the critics maybe love it, but the real fans, quote unquote, just hate it. I don't know. I haven't looked into it that much. I'm excited to form my own opinion about it in the in the coming weeks. But it's just they
2: have enough to go on, like story wise and character wise and everything, like setting, um, based on the original Final Fantasy VII. That they I don't think they can like fail as hard as they can, like. To their fan base, at least, uh, with a brand new Final Fantasy game, you know? Like, I, I feel like this for is sure. kind of a no-fail situation for them.
0: Yes and no, though, because, like, I remember what I was saying for those 20 years, which was, like, cha- change absolutely nothing, keep the same fucking script, I don't give a fuck. Just make it look like Advent Children. That's That's all that I wanted. Forever. And they didn't do that. They're... They're putting more content in. They changed the way the battle system works. They the material s- system works. They different. changed plot points. I mean, they-, they changed plot points in some situations. Like it, it, like they they changed a lot. And the fact that it's not just like, oh, this is fucking sacrilege. Which I'm sure there are people out there saying this. The user score
1: is um, lower than the critic score.
0: Okay. Yeah. Which I, I think I would probably expect. Honestly, I think there are a lot of critics out there that didn't love Final Fantasy VII as much as everybody I, else there, did. There isn't back a in the day. single
1: negative critic review. There are 77 positives and six mixed. And then in the user reviews, there's 502 positive, 61 mixed, and 182 negative.
0: Yeah. that's an, It's interesting. It's an interesting dichotomy. So I'm interested to see where I fall in that. Like, maybe I'll get to a point where I'm like, no, nope, but you you have but. to think
1: too. Like these critics are probably older gamers mm-hmm. that remember the original, and I would assume that the users are. I mean, the average video gamer is between twenty five and thirty eight now. I think is the the range. So, figure some of them are going to be on the younger end of things and don't necessarily remember Final Fantasy as much. But mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I I, I want to play it, but I really I just I want all of it because i know like i would hate to pay 60 bucks it's it's a, it's a destiny conundrum like i would hate to pay 60 bucks for it now and have everything released for 60 like down the line you know like i don't know yeah
0: well that i mean that's just like a different story to me like man. am i gonna have to invest like,
1: 180 dollars total to get final fantasy in its complete like thing or like can i wait until the end of it and like get everything for 60 bucks or you know in the future our video games going to cost even more and it's really more like $240 for each individual episode later on and, or you know or for all the episodes later on and, and the, you know what i mean like
0: it's just such a different pro- like value proposition like the amount of people like i i would be it'd be great to see how many people worked on final fantasy 7 versus how many people worked on this first chapter of the remake and then also like like think about it that game was made with like pre-rendered backgrounds. Like they made the imagery and they would scroll on the screen for where it needed to go, and that's one thing. But like this is a full. Oh, I know they're building this entire 3 recreation. Up. Yeah, yeah, and that's it's that's not just gotta a. Re- be this monumental. is like this is
1: more than just a recreation. This is like a reimagination of like an entire like video game universe. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. So it is a much larger task to take on than just you know doing an updated version of an and you know like taking. I mean, it's similar, I guess. Yeah, re- look at Resident Evil remakes, even. Like, the original Resident Evil had, like, some pre-rendered background shit, too, wasn't it? Yeah. For sure. So, Absolutely. But what, the,
0: the interior of a mansion is not... Is not a giant fucking cyberpunk city, like... <laughs> giant fucking cyberpunk city, which is only the first third of the game. Right. Like, they have, like, a world map that's out there. Like, who knows even what they're gonna do with that, which is probably why they stopped where they did. Right. Like, how... How are you gonna go to the Chocobo farm and then you go to the Jun and Cannon? Like what I I don't even know what that is going to look like and if it's going to be this weird, like truncated like I know Final Fantasy fifteen, you got that sweet car to run around in, and in seven you got a car at one point two and assume you're gonna get a the the airship at some point. So
1: Oh yeah, I remember the car. That was funny. Yeah, and then they bring a, so, the
0: car basically gets brought into uh
1: Final Fantasy 15 there's that mm-hmm. whole sequence of there's a whole like your travel system in Final Fantasy 15 is a fucking like <laughs> like Cadillac <laughs> yeah that yeah,
0: it seems it's pretty a, cool it's a, it's a, it's a uh, so like what are they gonna do is that how it's gonna work in this one I don't know who knows yeah I don't it's, I don't know man I'm very curious to see how it does I'm happy that there seemed to be a lot of people happy with it because it could have just been like a sorry Square Enix you tried but you didn't make what we wanted and who knows so,
1: yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It's I I I want to play it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have to wait. I think
0: I get it. I I I will plan on talking about it next time. I don't know if there's anything else coming out in between the next couple episodes. Maybe we can get Webby on finally for yeah for uh, some final. No, Fantasy dude, talk, disc but. one
1: ends with this with the big spoiler. You're right. That does. You're out of Midgar at that point. I'm just looking up a whole breakdown of the disc separation. <laughs>
0: yeah no and and so like where on that separate like does it tell you where you get out of Midgar in the first disc yeah let me, <laughs> like,
2: let me
1: go back here how many discs um, were there there were three. three discs
0: and there's much less on disc three than there is on any so, of the other two that makes sense
1: it doesn't it's not going to give me a time breakdown but I'm trying to see here because you leave Midgar and you go to Calm yeah. And then you go to the Chocobo Farm, and then the Mithril Mine, and then Junan. Coast of so. Yeah, I mean, it happens pretty early on. It's within, like, let me see here. One, two, three, four.
0: Yeah, so there's somebody here on the Final Fantasy subreddit that says, I recently replayed Final Fantasy VII. I really took my time with it, and and Midgar finished around five hours or so. That's like
1: one-third of the first disc is Midgar. Yeah. Roughly.
0: Yeah, so, you know. So... I don't know. It's one-ninth
2: of the game?
0: (laughs) Potentially. So there's going to be nine
2: (laughs) episodes, maybe?
1: Ten? Well, no, because what Alex is saying is that this... He doesn't, we don't know where this first episode ends, so we don't really know how it's going to be broken up moving forward.
0: I've heard that it ends when you get out of Midgar, but I don't know if that means you go to Calm. Do you want me to that look it be, up? Might be, might, no. It might be good for, it might be good to like introduce some Sephiroth stuff and then. Well, that's the thing the is they've introduced it-
1: Sephiroth stuff like early on because they show Cloud having weird flashbacks and shit. So like he's brought into the story way earlier than the original.
0: Yeah. You know. Anyway, it's probably enough about a game that we haven't played yet. I need yeah. to know where it ends, so I'm going to look it up. I don't really care. Don't do it right now. I'm doing it right <laughs> now. Well, oh, you
2: don't want to spoil it for anyone that actually listens to this.
1: I'm not going to say anything. I just want to know. Okay. That's cool. See, we can move on to the news stuff if you want to move Oh, on to
2: is this. there news too? All right. Yeah. yeah we're yeah. going to do a little bit we of news. We posted a
1: whole bunch of links.
2: As long as that's we can okay move quickly to the first one. I mean, I'm in no rush other than i should probably go to the the bathroom but well
0: i mean i could probably just do that
1: (laughs) he's doing it right
0: now (laughs) (laughs) here in here in
1: the world of pandemic we've upgraded our gaming systems
0: (laughs) My new rig has a catheter built. Yeah, in I,
2: I was just thinking when you guys were talking about Animal Crossing earlier. How's the the TP situation uh, in Bonertown Town and Fire Island?
1: Uh, you don't. Nobody pisses and shits in Boner Town, so you just good. dig a hole. Uh-huh. Yeah, you dig a hole. Yeah, no, you bust out your shovel and you dig a hole. <laughs>
0: That's exactly what you. do. No, I mean, I I think Nicole's got a toilet in her house. I don't know if I have one yet or not. But, <laughs>
2: Things uh, are looking grim in the real world, man.
0: Well, the funny thing is, is since you like you can eat ten pieces of fruit and then you can use those to like dig up a tree or break a rock, but if you go on the toilet, then it will get rid of that like it'll it'll empty out the ten pieces of fruit that you ate so that you don't break rocks or anything interesting anymore. that's weird, yeah,
1: <laughs> that's so Japanese,
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, oh All right. anyways, so uh. John, there was some reveal about the cyberpunk 2077, uh, uh, DLC, uh, DLC. Yeah. Yeah. So they um, don't have the actual story pulled up yet.
1: There was a investor Q and a last week, uh, between CD project red and some of their investors and it came out that they are going to be releasing DLC much like they did for the, the witcher and no less than what the witcher three had. So uh, it, you know expect at least a couple of uh, story expansions and then a bunch of additional like downloadable content you know it, DLC to CD Projekt Red isn't just like paid content like it's all free typically and it tends to be like very well done the story content won't be free most likely but nah. the little bits of like upgraded costumes and like you know different kinds of um maybe guns and things and augmented you know skills and and Shit like that will most likely be the free content, and then they will have you pay for story content. But it's uh, CD Projekt Red is known to be very, very kind with the amount of DLC they release for an affordable price. So, if I recall correctly, the Witcher 3 story expansions were somewhere around like what 10 bucks a piece. No, uh, 15, I think they were like
2: 20, yeah, 20, I think. Or-
1: but they added like another 20 hours of gameplay I,
2: I'm pretty sure the season pass that included both of them was 30.
1: Okay. So, yeah, so figure, like, in that case, $15 a piece if you buy the season pass, and you get an, an additional, like, 20 to, or I'm sorry, like 40 to 60 hours of gameplay, roughly, added to it. Like, that's pretty nuts. You know, very value conscious. Uh, yeah, CD Projekt Red does some good shit, and um, they're, they're they're looking forward to this game coming out. I did also hear that it will not be coming out right away for the next generation consoles. Was another thing that I read. It's still they are still um, releasing it in September for like PC, PlayStation, and PS4 and Xbox One, um, but it's going to be um, the next gen version will come out after the release of the new systems.
2: However, if you buy them for those systems, it'll still work on the new consoles. Yes, so that's cool. Yep.
0: Well. That's confirmed for the Series X, it's not confirmed for the PS5. I thought they exactly. said that
2: you think. could play PS4 games on it.
0: You can play PS4 games on it, but they have not guaranteed that you will get the upgraded PS5 version of the Oh, game. that, yeah, well. So Microsoft did confirm that for, yeah. um, for the Xbox, but that might not be the case for the PS5 yet, we don't know.
2: Either way, I'm just saying, like, if you want to leave your old console behind but still want to play the, this new game, you know, that's, yeah. that's cool.
0: Yeah, you can trade in your PS4 and still I, play. I actually, yeah, sure.
2: when I sold my PS4, I kept a lot of my games in hopes that I could still play them.
0: Yeah. Sounds like you'll be able to.
1: Cool. Yep. Oh, sweet. What's next?
0: Google Stadia. Everybody's favorite streaming video mm-hmm. game platform it's now free for everybody and you can get a two month trial of the pros, pro tier which is $10 per Supposedly, month.
1: Supposedly if you had cancelled your subscription you also get an extra two months but I have yet to see mine come over. I did get an email from them saying that I got it but yeah, I, I can't know. play any of my other games that I had downloaded from pro originally. So, I'm a little-
0: so basically this is like going live um this has been going live over the past week or two at this point, point. Um, and so the free tier, it's a free service, but you still have to pay for the games that you want to play. You can buy Borderlands 3 on Stadia for fifty-nine ninety-nine, and if you're not subscribed to the Pro subscription, then you get to play it at 1080p, 60 frames per second, and stereo sound. If you pay the $10 per month, you get it at 4K, still I I don't know how many frames per second necessarily. Does it go up to 120? I can't remember. But then also you get uh 5.1 surround sound, HDR, and um yeah. So that's what you get if you do the pro one. But there's also like a list of free games that you get in the pro uh subscription still including destiny Two complete collection or whatever uh steam world dig 2 and grid there's some tomb raider games in there so they have like nine or so games that i think you get if you if you subscribe to that that trial yeah and keep the subscription as well but yeah i don't know I'd be very curious to hear if anybody out there gives it a try. It's weird that, so it's now free for everyone. Is it, did they update the Chromecast so that people can play it like that? Or is it just through the web browser for everybody for now? That I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that there's a ton of information about it right now. Um, It does say here on the TechCrunch article on supported Android devices, you'll need to download the app. On computers, you'll need Chrome. And for your TV, you need a Chromecast Ultra. The regular one won't cut it. You can't play games on iOS yet, unfortunately. So, yeah. Uh, Cool that it's out. Kind of weird that there wasn't a ton of fanfare about it. It just kind of happened. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm interested to see if they how they keep going with the service. It's been kind of quiet on the stadia front as of late. Yeah. Any other thoughts?
1: No, I, I, I'm really bummed about the way the whole thing's played out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's a huge letdown. Well, hopefully they'll, they'll keep at it in non Google like fashion. Maybe they will pull it out at some point, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see.
1: All right. Next up.
0: What do you got next up? Obsidian's Grounded enters Early Access on July 28th. Uh, This is one that we talked about a little bit in our PAX episodes, Mm -hmm. because John and Brian, you guys went to the panel that Obsidian did. So it's going to be Early Access on PC and Xbox One on July 28th. I think I also read that it's going to be in Steam Early Access as well. Yeah, it's right at the top of the article. It says uh, it's coming to Steam Early Access and Game Preview. So you can you can if you have Xbox Game Pass, you'll be able to play it off of that on both PC and Xbox, or you can probably buy into it through yep. Steam if you would like to. Uh, Are you guys excited? I for am? I'm
1: pumped, man. Yeah, I will probably buy it on Steam um, ahead of time just because this this literally looks like if if they if you put Fallout seventy six in the capable hands of Obsidian and we're given a finished, good looking game.
0: <laughs> mm Interesting.
2: It just occurred to me my Game Pass will be out by then. So, yeah, I guess that's I'll have bummer. to buy into something.
1: Yeah, I canceled all my subscription services a while ago, so.
2: Well, I mean, if it's $40 or I can spend, you know, like, however much a month. 60 bucks on a year Then or I'm going to go with the pass.
0: Yeah. So, that's cool. Um, We're going to skip this one for a second. GamesRadar Radar reporting that Disco Elysium Switch port is currently in de- development. That's pretty cool. Um, of course, you guys are welcome because whenever I buy a game that I would probably want to play on Switch on my computer, it then comes out for Switch. <laughs> I,
1: that's the thing. Like, I'm. I it's on sale right now on Steam. Still, I think. Um, oh really? And I want to buy this game very badly, but. Uh, I can't bring myself to do it, knowing that there's going to be a switch port coming. Because I feel like I would much rather play it like on the switch for some reason.
2: I this is definitely one I would much rather play on PC because it involves a lot of reading. That's fair.
1: Well, yeah, and you're blind. I guess that makes sense. Because
2: <laughs> I, I mean, like, if I remember correctly from all that I heard about the game, uh, a lot of it is just text based.
1: Yeah, there's Dialogue. zero combat. It's all...
2: No, I'm combat. saying, like, it's not yeah. all voice acted.
0: Like, some of it is. And, like, like most uh, like most uh, books that I purchase, I haven't read it yet. I haven't played this game at all since I bought it, so... <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I would... I, I feel... I don't know. It's really weird for me. I don't necessarily ever want to sit down at my computer and play a video game, which is strange. Uh... I think I just prefer the TV situation. Maybe it's because I have a very nice TV, and that's where a lot of my video games are. You have a pretty nice monitor. I do have a pretty nice monitor, But it doesn't too, have HDR, but, uh, so time to there's, upgrade there's your monitor. Something,
1: there's something about sitting in front of an extremely large television and, like, playing a game. Like, I don't... It's...
0: The 5.1 surround sound also is a very like it's, nice... Like, it's hard to uh, see.
1: I mean, maybe I can turn my camera, but, like, the... There's not a lot of room in my game room here, and <laughs> in all reality, cluttered. it's super cluttered. Um, I'm, tr- I'm playing, ugh. playing Death Stranding like four feet from that screen. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's pretty amazing, yeah. <laughs> especially with surround sound because I've got my surround sound system set up. So, you know, when those low low roar songs come itching in, you know, it's kind of yeah. uh, it's it's kind. I of mean, brutal.
2: like you you can just sit closer to your twenty seven inch screen though it's like all relative to where you're at yeah
1: no well that's the thing is like I do that like when we're playing Rainbow I'll be like this close to the screen <laughs>
2: I don't want to <laughs> be that close to you right now and,
1: and I feel I, I feel it in my lower back like I feel the strain uh, because I'm a fat lazy piece of shit uh,
0: there's also something just about the idea of like having the sound envelop you rather than you know hearing it in your headphones even if it is like a simulated 5.1 or 7.1 or whatever the hell mm-hmm. it is but I don't know it's uh, yeah there's something about it where I just prefer consoles I, have I their place they do they really do they certainly do but I also I mean like, that's I the thing this- I could move my computer out into the living room maybe yeah you could I don't know then I wouldn't have G-Sync so time for new TV
2: <laughs> wait you didn't get the generation that they patched in the the free sync or no
0: no so that's the 2019 oh, I the damn. and I wish I would time awake. for a new no, one I didn't, so yeah I don't know if that's gonna happen anyway Disco Elysium coming to Switch should be cool Yep. alright what's next uh, Sony has delayed The Last of Us 2 and Iron Man VR indefinitely. So The Last of Us 2 has already seen two or three delays at this point. Thanks, Governor uh,
1: Half-Whitmer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure. it's nothing to do uh, with that, but... It does, yeah. Man. The Sony, it's Sony's Michigan studio was really bare on the. It has everything of these, to do with uh, <laughs> that
1: because it feels like the entire state of Michigan is
0: blaming the coronavirus on the governor, which is ridiculous. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. So, Last of Us Part Two was slated for release on May 29th, and Iron mean, VR was slated for release on May 15th. Both of them are just delayed, and mm-hmm. Sony is actually giving people their money back. You can't request a refund. You are getting a refund, period. Wow. So, um, I don't know. It sounds like Sony's probably not going to be a company anymore.
1: That's crazy.
0: I'm joking. <laughs> it's just crazy to me that they're just like, yeah, these aren't com- like, it. Is there no, are they, can, they can't do any work? That, I, I, guess I bet the you thing. they're
1: just going to wait until the next generation. I mean, then.
2: They honestly said that The Last of Us 2 is basically done. It's just they don't want it out right they now. They said
0: they were... Uh, so, actually, yeah. So, the statement did mention that they wanted to make sure that people would be able to play it at the same time, which probably means that retail channels and things like that can't be properly filled mm-hmm. at the moment. And that's part of the reason why why they're delaying they can't piss off their retail people by just putting it out digital for everybody. Yeah. Um so there's a lot of weirdness with that. They also were doing QA still and there's a lot of weirdness about taking home PlayStation development kits and things like that. It's not like they're gonna send a contractor home with a dev kit to test their game while you can't, you know, be in person at these places. Right. So mm. Very weird situation, but I don't know. It just makes me wonder how much, like, is there just going to be a point where everything this year gets delayed to...
1: Yeah, 2020
2: later.
0: has been delayed to 2021. I'm, just, I'm
1: really hoping that Cyberpunk still comes out. It, it's pretty much well,
2: the only big thing this year.
1: It's
2: at the this
0: only point. thing keeping, keeping me together. <laughs> like I said, I'm sure CD Projekt Red is making everybody come to work and still work not in social distancing guidelines and isn't giving them any PPE. So you can be sure that it's, it probably might come out until they do well, it again.
2: When you pulled up that, that article anymore. earlier, I saw another article in the sidebar. This is something about them doing all their voice acting in like a day instead of multiple days due to coronavirus.
0: Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they put everybody in one big yeah. booth. <laughs> There's just a lot of microphone bleed. You're going to hear it. Like, they just used all the other voices as crowd noises for the rest of the... the so they just have particular yeah. mics that they pulled the. They out, have I one know. person, they just
2: pitch-bended their voice into different people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's okay, because they're cyborgs, you know? Anyway. Uh, Kotaku had a good report here about Borderlands 3, saying that despite the huge sta- sales, the developers are getting totally stiffed on bonuses. Um, apparently Randy Pitchford was out there telling everybody that they'd be making several like six figure bonuses for this game to come out. And then now he's like, nope, sorry. Also, if you don't like it, you can leave. Yeah.
1: That's the part I don't get. Like, if you don't like it, you can quit kind of
0: shit. Like, fuck that.
2: Well, I mean, he's not exactly known for being a swell guy, so I'm not super surprised here.
0: Quote, we expect lifetime unit sales to be a record for the series, said Strauss Zelnick, CEO of 2K parent company Take Two, on an earnings call in February, but it cost way too much to make. This is according to the Kotaku article.
1: Yeah, and they're blaming that Um, on the fact that it switched engines, like from Unreal 3 to 4, like halfway through development or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Fuck Gearbox
0: yeah it, that's the thing it's like I think when I post I don't know I think I posted this at some point somewhere or I was talking to people in the group chat and I'm like boy like Gearbox makes some good stuff sometimes but it makes they make it real fucking hard to like mm-hmm. yeah at all yeah. Mostly, they also make some different. really
2: bad stuff like alien colonial Marines
0: or whatever it's very called. true yep yeah so um hey
1: remember paladins yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Me either,
1: <laughs>
2: man. Oh, what was that other yeah, game? What about, what about a yeah, uh, Battle? Oh Born? yeah, <laughs> I remember that.
0: Unfortunately,
1: oh no, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, it was Battleborn was the one that they made. Paladins was made by somebody else, and nobody knows what that yeah. is either. I don't know, whatever. <laughs>
0: yeah, fucking Battleborn. Well, they're closing the servers for it or something as of this. Oh year, darn! As as he plays it? Yeah, I guess they better go yeah, play I'll that. But anyway it sucks it's just and that was a direct quote that was here in the article I somewhere i guess... I'm tr- i was trying to the find part it.
2: that really sucks is like the their whole system there for pay is set up to where they make like less than the average for that industry but they make up for it by like oh, giving, giving these royalties. large bonuses yeah
1: yeah but they, it's yeah. they're quarterly though so like you're getting a, an extra bonus based on sales quarterly yeah Every quarter, like, that's, you know, it could end up, like, if they had a good quarter, like, they could make a shitload of money. Like, they said, I think when Borderlands, in that article, they said when Borderlands 2 came out, a bunch of the people on staff were able to buy houses, Mm -hmm. which they weren't able to do before, because Borderlands 2 did so well. I think they they get, they split 40% of the profit goes to the employees directly. Like, that's pretty rad. Like, it is a good system if you develop a good game and have a good quarter, but if you don't, like, you're kind of fucked. So like selling selling your hiring practices on you know bringing people in based on that is like kind of bullshit, but it's uh you know it, it's not it's not a terrible system. It could be better if you had someone who
0: wasn't just like, "If you don't like it,
1: quit." Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. So that wasn't a direct quote. Uh, Jason Schreier wrote in the article. Pitchford also told Gearbox developers that if they weren't happy with the royalty system, they were welcome to quit, according to those who were in the meeting. He did not attribute the diminished bonuses to the coronavirus pandemic, which has led to economic uncertainty and pay cuts in many other fields. He did say that he hoped to get more money to employees as an advance from 2K on future royalties. So, anyway. Fuck
1: Randy Pitchford. Yeah, that dude sucks.
2: I mean, I money's going to gonna be useless soon anyways. We're all going to be trading in goods, mostly TP. Toilet paper. I hope you've been yeah. saving your bottle caps. Oh, shit. <laughs> can I...
0: All right, the final...
2: Nope. I was going to say, can I use the tabs off of the top of my hams
0: cans? Sure. Good. Cool. Yeah. Those are worth gold. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, Sony revealed the DualSense, which is the new wireless game controller for the PlayStation five. Um, not a ton of clear detail on it. Uh, but it looks pretty similar to the, it's like if the PlayStation, the dual, the DualShock four and the switch pro controller had a baby, which I think is what John said at some yep. point. Um, but it still has that touch pad. So that's cool. Looking forward to four hours of battery life on Great. it. Um it's got the rumble triggers that are already in the Xbox controller, so that's cool. Yep. Haptic feedback is supposed to be a thing. Um but yeah, it like they call it the dual sense and they talk about touch, but it's not like anybody uses the touchpad for anything, so it's kinda baffling as to why it's here. Um, they do talk about how there's a microphone array that's in the controller now. And there's this little mute button that's below the PlayStation button. And the PlayStation button is now just the logo instead of the Mm. button. Um, so you will be able to like speak with people without having your headset necessarily. Although they did even undercut that in their own blog post. It's like, you'll still want your headset for long play, long chat things. I don't know. That would be the
1: perfect setup for like, Like, if you could set it up so, like, you have the headset plugged in, and you're playing Rainbow Six, and you just want to talk shit to the other team, so it's, like, a dual channel, like, you can press the button (laughs) to, like, just yell at the other team, (laughs) and then go back to talking to your friends through your party chat, like, I would be down for that.
0: Yeah, something tells me it probably won't work that way, but I don't know. I'm just saying I would be okay with that. Yeah. Uh, It does look like it's going to be USB-C, which is great. Um, and there is no light bar on it anymore. They do have this light around the touch pad, which is cute, but, uh, no more light bar. So I guess they're not going to do any motion control controller games for PlayStation VR anymore, unless there's a different way to do that. They're tracking. just going to sell you know. a whole
1: new controller for PSVR mm-hmm. or they're, they'll, they'll, they'll upgrade PSVR to be more like the index. I bet where it has like they were looking at gloves and shit at one point they were developing like VR gloves i think
0: yeah and so it they yeah. could
1: be moving to that whole system
0: maybe i uh that that's the thing when they talk about the touch like it's interesting when you use the the index controllers because when you squeeze things when you when you like grab onto something you can feel the point where it the controller vibrates to let you know that you've taken hold uh, of something. So I was kind of curious if that was some of what they're talking about with this touch yeah. thing and why they're calling it the dual sense, but obviously it's kind of hard to learn any of that in a blog What post. are the two senses it it is triggering? Who knows? You know? Well it's got the speaker touch so there's sound. hearing there's okay. a touch so you can touch it. Uh, and you can see the light. So there's actually three senses. It's the trisense if you controller. If you
1: lick it, I'm sure it has a flavor. So four mm-hmm. senses. Yeah.
0: There's a pad on the bottom of it that you can lick, and it gives you a nice little electric
2: shock. Maybe it has like that stuff on it, too, that they put on the Switch cartridges. <laughs>
0: yeah, the bitterant. In- <laughs> yeah. Lick this spot when your character eats something gross. Right. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So it's nice, it's got this two-tone color thing, which I don't know if I like yet. It's nice to get a glimpse of what their design stuff is for the PlayStation, since we haven't gotten any of that yet. But yeah, I don't know. It does does make me interested to see the actual system now. Yeah, I'm ready for more news. Like, I wonder
1: if it's going to be a white system or if they're going to do a two-tone or if, like, they're going to offer white and black depending on the setup that you have. Like, what is their plan for that?
2: (laughs) I think it's going to be really odd if the controller is two-tone and the console
0: is not. But that's just me. Well, that's the way the PlayStation 4 is. Hmm. What? The back of the PS4 controller is a different color than the front of it. Uh, Well, I that's like Do you have like
1: one of the colored controllers
0: yeah yeah I mean tone, I mine's just ones. just gray
2: dark gray black whatever
0: okay fine yeah, anyways but some of them are currently two-tone anyway cool to see a glimpse of the future and uh hopefully we get more of it again soon yep so all right mm-hmm
1: what's up what else you got anything else or is that it that's, that's it. it
0: i think that's the end of it yeah right on for news anyway um yeah i don't know what we're gonna cover next i think we'll have to figure that out um let me uh let me let, let's pull up the release calendar real quick see if anything hasn't been delayed i think at this point
1: everything's delayed
0: Honestly it's shocking that Final Fantasy is the game that's making it out.
1: <laughs> yeah. After ten years of delay.
0: Yeah. So um you see anything? So Predator Hunting Grounds come out comes out on the twenty fourth. I don't know if I'm gonna pick that up or not. That's not fourteen twenty sixth. So twenty sixth will be our next episode. Yeah, there's the Predator Hunting Grounds, there's a new, the, the Seekin Densetsu 3 remake is coming on the 24th as well, which is mm. be cool, but I'm gonna be, I already have a, RP, a JRPG that I'm gonna play. Um, But other than that, I don't think there's a lot, Gears Tactics is out on the 28th, supposedly. That's too late. Yeah, that's after the next one, so probably Final Fantasy 7 is gonna be our major topic okay. for next. Yeah,
1: maybe we'll see if we can get Webby on.
0: Yeah. I know he's cool. got
1: a uh, a nice mic setup and everything too at home so. Cool. Yep. But Cool. Yeah. If you want to follow us on social media or see other places you can listen to or watch the show, check out midwestgamerscom slash links. The Midwest Podcast Network now has a Patreon. The Patreon is meant to benefit all the shows on the network. You can subscribe for as little as $1 a month and help keep our shows alive and well. Check it out at npn.bz Patreon. And as always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to MidwestGamers@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Be sure to check out Westworld FM. Uh, uh, if again if you sign up for the Patreon for like $5 or more or whatever you get access to the, the network discord and you can come and talk about all the crazy crackpot theories that I have uh, about Westworld so think about that as a means uh, to to engage with us as well um, Alex anything else you want to say before we bounce no I think that's cool. it check out Horror Movie Yearbook 2 those guys are sweet and we will catch you guys yeah. next time peace